But let's get into dentistry in the world of sports. His name was Dick Thompson. He lived a long, beautiful life. He was a dentist in Washington, D.C. But if it wasn't for him, the Corvette would not be the Corvette. Let's listen to his story. In 1950, Dick bought a brand new MGTD and ran some rallies and time trials with it. Well, one thing led to another, and before he knew it, Dick found himself headed for Sebring to compete in the inaugural event being held there. The fact that he had not driven even one inch in a real race apparently didn't concern him. With dentist friends of his serving his pit crew and the MG running flawlessly, the novice finished an impressive eight. This guy, literally, he's a dentist. He buys himself an MG, drives to Sebring, enters the race, comes in eighth, which is unbelievable. He never raced in a race before, and then drives it home because that's his car. His story is awesome, but it's because of his ability from dentistry to solve problems, form and function. Brought his own tools, created his own teams, and took the Corvette into the race where he could beat the Porsches, the Jaguars, the Mercedes, the MGs. He was unbelievable because he brought dentistry to car racing. And as he uh, won some races, the car, people began to look at the car and say, we can win with this car. And uh, uh, so they added people, added people. I think uh, he started in 56. Uh, by the time the June sprints rolled around at uh, uh, Road America, See, Bark Henry and Fred Winbridge also had Corvettes on the track. And at the end of the, the season in 56 at Thompson, Connecticut, I think they had nine Corvettes and seven Jaguars out on the, the track. So it was just, it was building a steamroller. And uh, uh, we have uh, uh, Dick Thompson to thank for all that. We have Dick Thompson, the dentist, to thank for it. Dick Thompson was always at the forefront. If anybody needed a technical driver, if they needed really the best there was, they'd put Dick in the car and, and when Chevrolet, what a compliment to hear Chevrolet have their new wonderful little Corvette out and to have him be the first driver in that car to really uh, do something worthwhile and that to me is what always Dick Thompson stood for. Technical driver because of dentistry. He started uh, uh, just like John Fitch did with, with uh, a car that uh, frankly wasn't really uh, race fretting and uh, per through per persevering, um, uh, organizing a team, uh, working with the mechanics, and his own outstanding driving ability, uh, he, he built, actually built the Corvette uh, reputation. Uh, before uh, Corvette came along, uh, the bigger cars in road racing were Jaguars and uh, uh, Mercedes-Benz uh, 300 SLs. He's the reason they put him in the Hall of Fame for Corvettes. He changed the world and made me certainly fall in love with a Corvette, and particularly the Corvette Stingray. Uh, after they came along, uh, all of a sudden you had the last race in the day was the Corvette race. And it's the thing that separates American from European racing. You don't get the, the big displacement V8s, and they're wonderful. They're full of enthusiasm. They're fast as heck, and uh, they're just a, a wonderful addition to the racing scene. Through his partnership, Dick was able to win his fourth national championship in only his fifth racing season. In 1960, Thompson campaigned, with his own money, the Stingray Racer. He's responsible, a dentist. Because of what a dentist can do, form, function, your teeth not only look good, they got to work. That race car can't just look good. It's got to have an engine and a driver and tinker with it. Maximum horsepower make those turns and not spin out. And in the world of surfing, 
Only a dentist could build his own board out of redwood and then build that waterproof housing to take pictures of it. Dr. Doc Ball. It's awesome. And at 8.15, we're going to talk to a dentist. Calling in from Long Island, Dr. Alan Moore. My buddy. My brother from another mother from Far Rockaway High School. Sat next to him in biology 50 years ago. How's he doing? We're about to find out. This is going to be one of the coolest guests I've ever had. Coming up next, we'll do some more clap revision. We'll talk more about what I found this week. One of the surgeries I did was a woman who had both her hips replaced, then had her spine fused, and now one of her hips began to dislocate 10 years later. Why is that? I'll take your calls. The number is 877-710-ESPN. You're listening to the one and only Weekend Warrior Show here on 710 ESPN. Get smart. Just what are you getting at? Check out the Weekend Warrior Facebook page. Like this. Medical advice from Cedar sinai head of orthopedic surgery. Are you kidding? With a far rockaway attitude and a little drizzle of mozzarella. Well, it's important to me. Search Weekend Warrior in the space bar. Like this. And click on Doc's picture. I see. Like, follow, and enjoy the Weekend Warrior Facebook page. <laughs> 